here's everything you need to know for this Aloha Thursday. It's KHON to go. Now, Hawaii's most accurate weather with Kelly Simek. Aloha and good morning, everybody. Setting up to be yet another very windy day today with winds consistently up to about 30, if not 35 miles an hour for today. So wind advisory once again in place across the state. Now starting things off, you can see on the satellite here, we do have some low-level clouds embedded in the trade wind flow. It was Tuesday through today that the windiest of the weather was coming through as that high pressure system's building to the north of us. And starting tomorrow, we're gradually going to be seeing them decrease our winds starting actually late tonight through Saturday as we have a cold front that's going to be approaching coming in from the northwest. Now along with our trade winds, we are seeing some trade showers and although the rainfall will focus windward Mocha locations that focus the rainfall mainly over those spots. We're expecting plenty of showers to once again spill leeward because the stronger winds pushing them into the town areas, the leeward sides. Nothing really heavy, light showers similar to what we've been seeing the last couple of days, but sometimes it has been quite widespread. Now the winds are becoming light and variable by Sunday though, so big shift in our weather pattern as that front nears the islands. So very different weather pattern, not just in terms of the winds, but also in terms of the rainfalls. We'll be likely seeing more afternoon clouds and showers. Best chance for that though, again, going to be Sunday. And it looks like after that front passes through on Monday, we're already going to be seeing a quick return to our trade winds. So today is the last day of the very windy weather. Now, if you're heading out to the beach, again, it's windy, so a bit blown out out there. Be careful. We're looking at four to six foot faces for our north shores. Our west shores today forecast two to four feet south up to about four foot faces as well. Now, taking a look at all of the watches, warnings, and advisories we have in place. Again, the high surf advisories for the east-facing shores, boaters, small craft advisory also in effect, and then we have a gale warning, and then again, wind advisory for the majority of the state. Winds consistently today up to 30, if not 35 miles an hour, with gusts to 50. But starting tomorrow, again, as that cold front starts to near us, we'll be seeing the winds easing off a little bit. Tomorrow, winds up to 25 miles an hour. Saturday, down to 20. And then Sunday's the day with the light and variable winds. Could see some extra rainfall as that front actually passes over us. It looks like late Sunday into Monday. And then trades back behind that front late Monday and then through the rest of the work week. Breaking news. Another water main break affecting a residential neighborhood. Dallas Ontiveros joins us live from Salt Lake with the very latest. Good morning, Dallas. Good morning, Christine. That's right. The Board of Water Supply is responding to a 12-inch water main break here in the Salt Lake area at 3363 Alaileva Street. And they've been working on this for the past few hours now. They just brought all their equipment and they started just digging this hole right here. But this will be happening for uh, the rest of this morning. So if you happen to be going through this area, you do want to proceed with caution. Also be aware of the situation at hand. Now we have been noticing since we are getting more into this morning rush, uh, bus route number three has been taking a different route because of portion of this portion of Alaileva Street has been closed. Closed. So if you happen to be taking route number three, just know that there is going to be a brief stop as they accommodate the situation. Now, as of right now, Board of Water Supply says that 19 residential customers have been impacted by this 12-inch water main break, which is why they set up a water wagon located at 3330 Alaileva Street. Again, 3330 Alaileva Street. It's just a few houses down from where we're at right now, but we're going to go ahead and keep you posted through 
throughout Wake Up Today when it comes to this 12-inch water main break. And of course, you can read the latest updates of what we know so far on our website at KHON2.com. Developing news out of Asia, where South Korea is reporting its first coronavirus death. Additional details on who or where that patient came from have not been released. Now, earlier today, South Korea said it has confirmed 82 cases of the coronavirus. 30 of the 35 newly confirmed cases appeared in Daegu overnight. The first confirmed case was only reported on Tuesday. The city's mayor says the new cases went to church services attended by a previously confirmed virus patient. He's now urging the city's two and a half million people to stay inside as they test the church's 1,000 members. Governor Ige is sharing details about the coronavirus outbreak after returning from Japan. He says the Japanese visitor who was in Hawaii is still in the hospital with the virus, but his wife has recovered. A Hawaii resident who's being quarantined at Pearl Harbor is also doing well and is expected to be released at the end of this week. The governor added that he's waiting for test kits from the CDC and suggested that Hawaii be beta testers for the new kits. I do think that um, there is uh, increased awareness about why uh, Hawaii needs that ability to test in the islands. Uh, and we also offered um, that we would be willing to um, test for the Pacific uh, Island nations, you know, Guam and other U.S. territories. Uh, as well as other uh, nations if necessary. Once Hawaii receives the test kits, health officials anticipate that they'll be ready to conduct testing possibly in early or mid-March. Meanwhile, two people who contracted coronavirus on the Diamond Princess cruise ship are now dead. That's according to Japanese officials who say the victims were from Japan and both in their 80s. A Honolulu woman quarantined on the cruise ship says she's fallen ill and believes she's infected with the coronavirus. She asked health officials if she could be taken to the hospital where her husband is now recovering from the virus. After initially being told no, we've now learned that she is at the hospital. Lieutenant Governor Josh Green tells us he's been trying to convince officials to get her off the ship. Her husband also voiced his concerns. This whole thing on the ship is just a, a mitigated disaster. I, I think it's, it's inhuman. I mean, no one should be treated like this. And I understand it's a very difficult time for the Japanese government. I expect she's okay for now. She sounds like a hardy, pretty young person. Having said all that, we don't take any risks with this uh, virus. The woman is 56 years old. Green says she will be tested for the coronavirus at the hospital. On Hawaii Island, the search for a missing visitor from Washington State is now a murder investigation and the woman's husband has been arrested. 41-year-old Smirti Sugzena was last seen Tuesday night in Waikoloa. Yesterday, police said a woman's body was found near Anaiho'omalu Bay. The remains have not yet been identified as Sagzena, but police say it was in the same area where she went missing. 43-year-old Sonam Sagzena was arrested for second-degree murder. He has not yet been charged. 
Back here at home, still no word yet what caused a house fire in the Punchbowl area. It happened yesterday morning. Neighbors say the house has been empty since its last owner passed away a year ago. They also say they've recently seen people hanging out outside and around the home. I know there's been activity outside. I've never gone inside. Um, and more or less, it seemed pretty innocuous. Um, so we've not generally, or I haven't generally called the police on anyone, but um, yeah, clearly there was a little bit more activity um, this morning or last night. This is the second vacant home to go up in flames this week. Students at Lanai High and Elementary can expect a regular day of classes today despite ongoing plumbing issues. Yesterday, students were let out at 11 a.m. with supervised care until 1.15. The school's principal says recent heavy rains caused drains in their kitchen to back up, so plumbers had to make repairs. The school now has to deep clean the kitchen before the health department gives them the okay to serve food again. In the meantime, the school has been working with outside vendors to provide food for students, but supplies were depleted, and that's why students were let out early. And football team owners are considering expanding the NFL playoffs. A spokesperson from the NFL says owners and executives are set to talk about potential terms of a new collective bargaining agreement today. ESPN is reporting that there's consideration to expand the playoffs from six teams per conference to seven. Owners also want to increase the number of regular games from 16 to 17 and reduce preseason games from four to three. The current agreement expires at the end of the next season. And that was your morning news. Make sure to tune in right back here tomorrow morning at 7 a.m. It's everything you need to know with KHON to go.